friends to the show that never ends. We're so glad you could attend. Come inside, come inside. Here's the inbound pass. It goes to Miller. Miller is going to pull up from half court. Good! That's the game. Plymouth wins 57-54. No good at the horn, and that's win number 400 in the career for St. Paul head coach Mike Smith and win number six on the season for the St. Paul Flyers. And Thomas steps in front of that pass, steals it. She'll try a long two and gets it. Big shot. He's got the two with three seconds to go. And he's got him on his back. And Barnett wins. <laughs> <laughs> Wesson backing into the lane for the right. Turns, leans, fake, shoots below the foul line. Got it. Big fella going to work down there. DG will push it to the forecourt through the center circle. Garland drives by Sadoransky and scores. There is Garland with some hippity hop to the hoop. Right wing to an open Riemann, and he knocks down the open three-pointer. Makes it 29-23. 15, 10, 5, dances his way into the end zone for a score. It's now time for the Locker Room Show with your hosts, Josh Bowman and Kevin Rasnick. The Locker Room Show is brought to you by Baldov's Carpet Cleaning and Floor Covering, Bellevue Hospital, Domino's Pizza, The Village Drive-Thru in Milan, Firelands Federal Credit Union, Fisher Titus Medical Center, the Huron County Veterans Service Office, the Law Offices of Harwood and Niedermeyer, Noble Sports and Trophies, Norwalk Heating and Air, Stein Olson and Stang CPAs, Smiley Automotive, and Westside Sunoco on 95.3 WLKR. Good morning and welcome to the Locker Room Show. I'm Josh Bowman and Mark Lane joining me in studio filling in for Kevin one more week. Kevin will be back next week. Good to have you, Mark. Always good to be here. All right, and let's get things going here, folks. Of course, we're going to talk about the game, Ohio State and Michigan. We have our Ohio State Buckeye gear on here, Mark and I ready to go. And we're going to be joined by Paul Keels. Here in just about 15 minutes or so, Mark. Oh, that, you know, I'll be listening to him while I'm watching it on TV later on today. <laughs> you know it, right? Oh, oh, yeah, I love that voice. So here we go, folks. Let's get things started with the little boys basketball. Uh, last night, uh, pretty much the opening night for boys hoops throughout the area. And with us right now, Joe Bettingfield from the Willard Flashes. Uh, they picked up the win over Upper Sandusky on the road, 66-54. Uh, good morning, Joe. Welcome to the program. Thanks for joining us. And, uh, uh, you know, I, I bet it's a little bit of a, you know, a little bit of a challenge going over there to Upper Sandusky, uh, especially in uh, your, your opening night matchup, Joe. Yeah, morning, guys. Um, just, uh, Everybody says that, you know, I don't care, uh, if it's Upper Sandusky, if it's Huron, if it's Shelby, whatever. It's, it's a challenge to go anywhere, especially with the year we had last year and not having fans in the, uh, building for the most part and having half-filled gyms or less. And then, you know, we're starting three sophomores right now and going into Upper Sandusky, everybody says it's a tough place to play, but I think every place on the road could be difficult if you allow it to be depending on what your mindset is. And, you know, I thought our kids, kids handled it really well. We talked about, you know, just being resilient. And our kids responded really well. We only had five turnovers for the game. Uh, and I think that's uh, a sign of a mentally tough basketball team. So, you know, I'm really happy with our kids and how they performed last night. Let's talk about your roster a little bit, Joe. Uh, what is it made up of this year? Uh, tell us about some of the newcomers and uh, some of your talent back. 
Well, Trey Paxton is our uh, returning guard. He's a three-year uh, player, and uh, <clears throat> he was a very good player for us a year ago. Led us to an outright uh, SBC title, and um, we got uh, joining him with uh, Cole Weiss, our other senior in the middle. Did a nice job on Trent Beamer last night, and was very tough inside. And then uh, we had three sophomores. Max Dawson led us in scoring last night, 26 points as a sophomore. And um, Cam Robinson and uh, Aiden Salone are other two sophomores to go along with it. And I just think that, you know, depth-wise, we're not as deep as last year's. We lost six seniors that were pretty pivotal to building the foundation of this program. Um, but, you know, we just got to rebuild. And uh, I just think uh, credit to Trey is they were uh, doing a nice job on him. But, you know, he made all the right plays. And he made a big play at the end of the third quarter the steal and the throw ahead to Max Dawson you know he's starting to mature a lot and he's doing a good job of just wanting to win and I think that's tough sometimes when you're expected to score but yet you're mature enough to handle it when you're not scoring to you know make your teammates better so it was really good to see. Joe Bettingfield of the Willard boys basketball team joining us here this morning on the locker room show. Josh Bowman and Mark Lane here with you. And uh, you mentioned there uh, Max Dawson having the huge game for you. Sure makes your life a little bit easier when when a sophomore leads the way for you, doesn't it, Joe? Yeah, I don't care who who it is. <laughs> doesn't matter to me uh, what their age. You know, I, we always say it. You know, the players win the game. Um, and uh, you know, I thought. They did a nice job of that, um, and I think, you know, it's, it's a sign of good things to come. There's no question about it, the younger they are. But like we said, I think we have the capability of multiple people having big nights for us, and if they want to focus on one, like Trey Paxton, then we have a couple other guards and a big that could uh, lead the scoring for us too. Yeah, Coach, this is Mark Lane. I'm I'm here to keep balance in the show today because <laughs> because I predominantly follow wrestling uh, okay. because because I was a wrestler, but I do follow basketball. Uh, I knew uh, Coach Haas when he was down there at Willard. I was kind of chuckling because it also dates me a little bit, but when you talked about that trip to Upper Sandusky back when I uh, was at Norwalk, uh, you know, Upper Sandusky was in the NOL, and, uh, you know, we went over there all the time. Yeah, you know, uh, we I played at Willard and Upper Sandusky used to be our farthest trip when um, we were in the NOL and uh, I was in high school. And now, you know, Upper Sandusky is actually a shorter trip for us because we got to go to Oak Harbor, which feels like we're going to Canada. You know, they're in our league. <laughs> so, I mean, you know, so it's like we got Upper Sandusky is being a shorter trip now. So it does it does take you back to those days where you're like. Man, that's a far trip, but now it just feels like another game. Uh, Joe Bettingfield joining us here, Willard Boys basketball coach on the Locker Room Show. And, uh, Joe, uh, speaking of, you know, trips, uh, what, what's your non-conference schedule look like here this year besides, of course, Upper Sandusky there? Oh, very good. Uh, we, we do that for a reason. Uh, you know, you get to play most of the teams in the lake up. We played Perkins coming up. We played Norwalk. Played Tiffin Columbia. We play Shelby. We play Sandusky. We go to Cardinal Stretch. Um, you know, uh, we try to make it as tough as possible for our guys and just to get us ready for the tournament. And I think that's, you know, a little bit credit why we've been successful in the last few years and played in some district finals and had a chance to go to regionals last year again because 
of our non-conference schedule. You know, it's not necessarily about collecting wins as it is trying to improve our team and, and building a little bit of mental toughness and um, putting them in tough situations and seeing how they respond. Yeah, I look at those non-conference games. I don't know if you guys do, but I look at them as kind of nothing to lose in those games when you play up and play, you know, bigger teams in the Lake Division or you play uh, some, you know, bigger or uh, schools, uh, you know, big-time schools along the way. I, I kind of look at that as nothing to lose, Joe. Yeah, I mean, I mean, there's there's different ways to look at that, but I think it does help you prepare for your league. You know, our league's very balanced, very good as well. Um, a lot of teams could beat up on each other any night. I think, uh, you know, the non-league games, obviously, they're always something to lose because you lose the game and start <laughs> you know, spinning out of control. But we also want to challenge our team but not get too out of hand. We want to be competitive um, with our schedule. And uh, I agree. I think it's something that, that you know, non-league teams uh, could help you prepare for that tournament run in March. All right, Joe, we'll go ahead and let you go. Thanks for joining us. Uh, congratulations on the opening night win, and uh, we'll have you on the radio a lot this year between our two stations, okay? Okay, thanks, guys. Thanks for joining us. Yep. Uh, Bye. See you, Joe. Joe Bettingfield there from the Willard Crimson Flashes. And, of course, uh, Mark, like you said, you're bringing balance here to the show today. Yeah. Uh, you know, you're not the basketball guru. We all know that. But uh, you, you do know Willard has been, uh, you know, they have such a rich tradition of uh, ba- basketball excellence there in Willard. Oh, they they have for years. And, and it's not that I don't follow basketball uh, because, you know, you, you talked about, uh, you know, Upper Sandusky. Boy, there were some great battles with Upper Sandusky with uh, you know some great players in in coaching down there over the years. And I I listen to you guys on Friday and Saturday nights <laughs> and sometimes during the week. I'll I'll text you every once in a while. It, it's not that I I don't follow basketball, but I pay more attention to wrestling. There you go. <laughs> yes, and uh, we will have David Hermes from the Edison Wrestling Team, uh, the head coach there, joining us later on in the program. Just for Mark Lane here today, of course. I, not just for Mark, but uh, especially for Mark here. Yeah, well, morning. that that made me very, very happy when I saw he was on the ledger. <laughs> Let's look at our boys' basketball scores from last night. It was South Central in our game here on 95-3, uh, dominating Mansfield-St. Peter's 73-21. Edison went over New London last night 45-30. Monroeville defeated Seneca East 78-59. Was Plymouth over Buckeye Central 51-41. Uh, Norwalk lost on the road at Ashland, 75-57. Columbus Afrocentric, 83. Sandusky, 74. Man, high-scoring game in that one, yes. 83-74. <laughs> uh, Willard with the win we mentioned with Joe Bettingfield there, 66-54 at Upper Sandusky. Excuse me. And Huron, a win over Ontario, 56-26 to in boys' hoops last night. We'll go ahead and take a break here on the Locker Room Show. Little basketball music for you here as we go to break. Oh, yeah. And when we come back, folks, so we'll talk to Paul Keels of the Ohio State Buckeyes Radio Network. I'm not sure the official title of it now. Learfield yeah. IMG Sports Network. Yes. I probably go about ten, probably go about 10 minutes describing the real name, but he calls the Buckeyes on the radio for you, and he's going to preview Ohio State and that team up north. 
coming up here. High noon kickoff from Ann Arbor today. So coming up next, we'll have a little little bit with Paul Keels and get you all set for that matchup here. Coming up at 10.30 a.m., we have a 90-minute locker room show here yes. today, too. Mark. Yes, yeah, go Bucks. Go Bucks, getting you ready for the Buckeyes and that team up north. Up next here, Paul Keels on 95.3 WLKR and the Locker Room Show. Stay with us. Westside Sunoco, located on West Main Street in Norwalk, is proud to provide you with quality Sunoco fuel and proud to serve your community. Whether you need to fill your tank up or fill your belly with a cup of coffee, energy drink, or snack to get you through the day, it's safe to say Westside Sunoco has you covered. Westside Sunoco is a proud supporter of all local athletes. Congratulations to the parents, coaches, and of course the student athletes for your success. Everyone from Westside Sunoco will be cheering you on. Teamwork, discipline, and responsibility all go a long way in preparing today's student-athlete for the years after high school graduation. The Law Office of Harwood Niedermeyer encourages you to support high school athletics and the lessons it can teach. Also, please support the academic and music boosters. This message is a service of the Law Offices of Harwood Niedermeyer, 111 Myrtle Avenue, downtown Willard. Call 419-935-0171. We take pride in what you stand on. That's why your best choice is Baldust Carpet Cleaning and Floor Covering. We do things the old-fashioned way with helpful people who know their floors. The best in carpet and luxury vinyl planking for home or business. And we'll clean your tile, grout, upholstery. We even do duct cleaning. And we always stand behind our work. Visit Baldust.com and find us on Facebook or East Main Street in downtown Norwalk. Baldust Carpet Cleaning and Floor Covering. We take pride in what you stand on. I've got a math question for you. When you add tolerance, subtract prejudice, and multiply efforts to treat one another with respect, what do you get? Less division. And school sports have it down to a science. Looking for an example of what can happen when we realize there's more that unites us than divides us? Look no further than high school sports in Ohio. This message presented by the Ohio High School Athletic Association and the Ohio Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association. Schaefer Danhoff Chrysler Dodge Jeep Black Friday event all month long. Great pre-owned vehicle selection in stock right now with even more on the way. Below market pricing and financing available. Schaefer Danhoff can help regardless of your credit history. Vehicles in all payment ranges and budgets with a great truck and SUV inventory right now. The Black Friday event going on now at Schaefer Danhoff Chrysler Dodge Jeep. Stop by or check them out online at SchaeferDanhoff.com. The easiest place to buy a vehicle from start to finish. Schaefer Danhoff Chrysler Dodge Jeep, Route 224 in Willard. The Bellevue Hospital extends best wishes, good health, and success to all area student-athletes. The athlete's choice to be active, play hard, keep fit, and work to be on top of their games sets a great example for all of us to make healthy choices. And the Bellevue Hospital is the right choice for all of your health care needs. Visit them online at BellevueHospital.com or follow them on Facebook. The Bellevue Hospital, quality care close to home for over 100 years. The Locker Room Show continues with your hosts, Josh Bowman and Kevin Rasnick. What is that? I painted my face. You painted your face? Yeah. Why? On 95.3 WLKR. Well, you know, support the team. 
Well, how do you hell let them know you're out there? This is the playoffs. Presented by Schaefer Danhoff Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. Welcome back to the Locker Room Show on 95.3 WLKR. I'm Josh Bowman here, and we're pleased to be joined by the radio voice of the Ohio State Buckeyes right now, Paul Keels. Thanks for joining us, Paul. Appreciate your time here. Uh, before we break down this year's matchup between Ohio State and Michigan, how about uh, we jump in the time capsule, if you will, and uh, go, go back to uh, previous Buckeyes and Wolverines matchups. And do you have a particular OSU-Michigan uh, favorite matchup that you've called? Oh, wow. It's hard to try and decide between all of them. Certainly the one in 2002 when Ohio State won, and that opened the door for them to go play for a national championship. That one ranks up there high. I know a lot of people like to talk about the number one against number two matchup. Uh, the double overtime game certainly ranks high, so... The nice thing is there's a bunch of them to think about and choose from. For sure. And uh, what, what do you believe uh, in this matchup, this specific game, uh, what, what could stand out in this one in history, it, just just to throw a few things out there? Well, this is one possibly where we could see an awful lot of points scored, Josh, because of the way Ohio State's offense has played the last couple of weeks. Michigan has been able to, to score points coming off their game against Maryland at a pretty high level. So that, that could be something that might distinguish this game with an awful lot of offense up and down the field. Let's talk about the quarterback for the Buckeyes, Paul. C.J. Stroud, of course, uh, one of the Heisman favorites, if not the favorite this year. Phenomenal season for him, but his first start here against Michigan on the road. Uh, do you think nerves or anything will be a factor, and do you think he'll continue his tremendous year here in his first Michigan game? I would think at this point nerves won't have anything to do with it. Certainly it'll be a different environment from anything he's ever played in before, but you know, they played against a, uh, a Nebraska team on the road with a, a loud environment there. Minnesota beginning of the season, the same deal. So, uh, and, and to continue to play the way he has, well, I think what we've seen in the last few weeks, just the way he's prepared, the way he's come out and taken advantage of the talents around him, and the way the offensive line has protected him. So you really like the way C.J. Stroud has played, and, you know, all things just kind of give you the same indication that he will prepare and go into this game the way he has the last two weeks. And, of course, he has some standout receivers, uh, probably the best receiving core in the nation. Uh, and we know Ohio State has the advantage there. But uh, where do you see Michigan having uh, some advantages in this one, if they do? Well, one of the things that really jumps out at you about Michigan is the way they've played defensively, especially their two main pass rushers, Aiden Hutchinson and David Ajabo. They've been able to really have an adverse effect on opposing offenses. Uh, and that's been a big difference from what they've been able to do in recent years. But offensively, they've got a quarterback that seemingly has stabilized things maybe more than what they've had recently. Uh, Hassan Haskins has proven to be a consistent running back with some others, whether it's Blake Corm if he's healthy behind him, and Donovan Edwards, who had a big game catching the ball last week. Uh, they lost their best receiver early in the season, Ronnie Bell, with an injury, but, but other guys have really stepped up. Uh, Andrell Anthony, who was kind of an unknown and had a big game against Michigan State. So they've got some, some receiving threats that can do some things, and they're probably better than what they've been in a few years on both lines of scrimmage. 
Paul Keels, radio voice of the Ohio State Buckeyes, joining us here on the Locker Room Show. And, Paul, uh, stepping aside from this game, of course, everybody calls this, or at least we call it around these parts, the greatest rivalry in sports. Uh, do you agree? And what makes it the best, if you agree with that? Well, I think it is, but, again, that's a little bias, having, you know, watched and grown up and followed the 10-year war with Bowen Woody. And, you know, I think it just all goes back to similar elements that involve this game here. And that's the game is going to determine who wins the Big Ten East for a long time. It always determined who won the Big Ten championship, who went to the Rose Bowl. And, you know, this is the first time since divisional alignment that that championship game appearance is at stake for both schools going into this game. You know, just because so many of the players are recruited by both schools, uh, that tells you a little bit about the talent level they both strive to achieve when it comes to stocking their rosters. And, it, you know, end-of-the-season rivalry that has just been built up with, you know, romantic proportions and historic proportions, all of the things that, that add to it. But, uh, you know, you, you listen to guys that played in this game, they talk about how it's the most physical game that they've ever played in. Uh, just it, There's a lot of those things that go into making it the rivalry that it is. Paul, do you get as excited as, you know, the fans do like we do here, maybe the players, the coaching staff does uh, when it comes to this matchup? Oh, we get excited, but we have no effect on the game whatsoever. <laughs> so it's a lot of fun for us just because of things like this, Well, you know, what's at stake, because you usually you see individuals come and, and make plays that really establish their careers. You think about the games that Troy Smith had against Michigan, uh, you know, the one game in Ann Arbor with a, a great drive and a come-from-behind win. Uh, as well as the other two games that he played in Columbus against them. You think about some of the individual plays made by players, whether it was Michael Wiley with a big touchdown run in 98, uh, Tyvis Powell, an interception of a two-point conversion to seal the win in Ann Arbor. Chris Olave is a freshman blocking a pump that ended up going for a touchdown and then catching two TD passes himself. So that's kind of what it gets to be exciting. You never know who's going to surface and really make a name for themselves in this group, this rivalry. All right, Paul, let's go back to this year's matchup. Uh, when you look at it, uh, what do you think Ohio State needs to do to continue their dominance? What do you think the keys are? What factors are in this game for Ohio State to win it? Well, first off, if they can get off to a great start like they have the last few weeks, that certainly gives them an advantage and creates a lot of momentum. And if they're able to defensively just bottle up some of what Michigan does offensively and you know not allow them to get some big plays going up and down the field. Uh, you know, Turnover is always a big factor in it, but... If they can get up early on this team, then certainly that probably raises some doubt, not only with the players, but with the fans, with how one-sided this rivalry has been. And, and it'll really give a big boost of confidence to Ohio State with a win. And, Paul, before I let you go, just a fun question for you. My wife, she's from the Toledo area, unfortunately. Uh, she's a fan of the team up north. Uh, any advice for me in handling that here year after year? <laughs> Um, I would say make sure that you have another room in the house that you can go to. If Ohio State wins, that you can stay away from her for a while. And that <laughs> way she can kind of calm down and come to her sense. <laughs> that sounds like a plan, Paul. <laughs> and, and mix her a very strong cocktail after the game, too. <laughs> She's really into those White Claw drinks. Maybe I can get her uh, some of those, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, more than some. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Paul, thanks so much for joining us here in the Norwalk area. We'll be listening here real soon, and uh, have a great call, and uh, go Bucks. All right, sounds good. Thanks a lot. All right there, Paul Keels joining us via the Domino's Hotline. Good stuff there, Paul Keels, the voice of the Buckeyes, and yeah, uh, I thought I'd throw that fun question in there to him, Mark. Mark Lane <laughs> joining me here, uh, Josh Bowman on the Locker Room Show. And uh, what, what, what do you think today, Mark? Uh, do you think uh, I think Ohio State wins this one today, but do you think it'll be a close game, or do you think Michigan has a good shot in this one? 
Well, I, I don't think the weather's going to have any uh, effect on it. They are going to be playing in Michigan. Uh, you know, there's part of me that, you know, you look at it, of course, logic doesn't work. I mean, like you look at the fact that Michigan State beat them, and we de- Ohio State destroyed Michigan State. But I don't think I, – I think that uh, Coach Harbaugh's got a better Michigan team. I think that the Buckeyes – I, I I expect them to win the game. It could end up being ugly, but uh, you know I I think Michigan's gonna gonna hang around there, you know. But but I still think that the Buckeyes will win by a couple of touchdowns. Yeah, I agree with you right there. So there you go, folks. Uh, you heard it here first. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, you know we know as as much as what's going to happen as you know they're listening there today. But uh, Paul Keels, of course, will be on the call today with Jim Lachey. They do a tremendous job. And uh, Matt Andrews on the sideline, Skip Mossick doing uh, the studio updates for him. So good stuff. I want to thank uh, the Ohio State Radio Network for letting us have the opportunity to talk to Paul Keels because, you know, he's a busy guy. And, you know, folks, he's not what he didn't join us live there. We'll, we'll give you we'll let the cat out of the bag. You know, that was recorded yesterday, obviously, on their way to Ann Arbor yesterday. But let's talk some high school football here for a minute. Uh, let's go through uh, the uh State semifinals from last night, and just kind of recap those. Uh, we'll start with the big boys, Division One. Uh, last night, it was Springfield getting the win over Cincinnati Archbishop Moeller, twenty-two twenty-one. Mark. Uh, now that, that that's a little bit of a surprise. Not so much that Springfield has been regional champions for I think the last three years, mm-hmm. but they've taken that step, you know, past Moeller, which is you know Moeller is traditionally. One of those teams that you expect to see in the state finals every year. And then the other semifinal, Lakewood St. Ed, 16 over Upper Arlington, 10, 16 to 10, the final score there. So Springfield and Lakewood St. Ed for the Division One state championship. Let's move on to Division Two, and it will be Cincinnati Winton Woods. They won against Green last night, 20 to 7. And then it was Akron Archbishop Hoban. 31, Avon 24. So uh, Cincinnati Winton Woods and Archbishop Hoban in the championship game. Two teams that have won state championships in football. So that's not a big surprise. No, not at all. Uh, Division three, it was Hamil- Hamilton Baden 14, Granville nothing, and then Chardon 41, West Holmes 7. So we'll have Hamilton Baden against Chardon. And you look at that score that Chardon put up. On West Holmes, and West Holmes has a very good football team this year. Oh, don't they? Yes. Yeah, yeah, they they sure did, and what a matchup there. So Division Four, unfortunately, our Port Clinton Redskins that we were supporting here in the area, they fell to Youngstown Ursuline thirty four seventeen last night, and uh, Ursuline will play uh, Clinton Massey as Clinton Massey uh, defeated Bloom Carroll twenty four twenty one. Yeah, and again, two schools that have state football championships. So let's look at the matchups uh, in Division 5. We have uh, Winchester Harvest Prep against Versailles in the one matchup, and then the other one, Ottawa Glandorf and Kirtland in Division 5. Versailles, another one of those Mac schools. <laughs> can't can't get rid of them, can we? No. And here's some more for you. Cold water. <laughs> yes. In Division 6, they're taking on West Jefferson, and then the other matchup, Carey, Against uh, New Middletown Springfield, that's Division Six. Division Seven, we have uh, Newark Catholic against Warren JFK. 
very familiar yes. foe to uh, the St. Paul Flyers community out yes, there. definitely. And then uh, Maria Stein, Marion Local, taking on Hopewell Loudon, an SBC team. Yeah, and of course, uh, Marion Local, uh, it's coached by the uh, Edison principal's brother. There you go. So, so you know, and there is that that uh, Kirtland uh, Ottawa Glendorf game is actually going to be at Clyde tonight. Oh, Clyde. There yeah. you go. So there you go, folks. Uh, get you caught up on the high school football playoffs there. We'll take a break. When we come back, we'll talk some high school wrestling with David Hermes, the head wrestling coach at Edison. I'm right after this here on the Locker Room Show. Stick around. Kind. Caring, innovative. These are just a few of the words that our patients use to describe their experience at Fisher Titus Medical Center. Every day, our staff strives to treat each of our patients as if they were one of our own, like Fisher Titus family. At Fisher Titus, we're proud to offer our community a wide range of services, from pediatrics to senior care, ensuring you get the right care right here in your own community. We are here for you. We are Fisher Titus Medical Center. To find a location near you, visit fishertitus.org. If your home is too hot in the summer or too cold in the winter, or maybe your heating and cooling bill is way too high, it's probably time for a new heating and cooling unit for your home. In Huron County, call the folks at Norwalk Heating and Air, and in Erie County, call Huron Heating and Air. Norwalk Heating and Air and Huron Heating and Air are your hometown Lennox dealerships. Lennox Heating and Air Conditioning Units deliver you the perfect temperature, efficiency, and energy savings for your home. Call Norwalk Heating and Air or Huron Heating and Air for a free estimate today. Other food delivery apps charge surprise fees, but Domino's is giving away $50 million worth of surprise frees, like free pizza, lava cakes, or cheesy bread when you order delivery online. And we found some unique ways to get the word out. Like screaming it! We even called Paul Revere. Free lava cakes are coming! Order delivery online and you could get a surprise free from Domino's. No purchase necessary. Open U.S. residents 13 and up through one nine twenty two Odds of winning are 1 in 14. See rules at surprisefreeze.dominos.com for free entry, blackout dates, restrictions, and details. By now, most of you are familiar with Noble Sports and Trophies in Norwalk. Dwight and the crew have been around since 1986. But do you know everything that they do? They do silkscreen printing, embroidery, heat press, vinyl cutting, custom designs, team wear, awards, scratch engraving, laser engraving, glass engraving, and add specialty items. Add all that to their 30 years of experience, and why would you go anywhere else but Noble Sports and Trophies on 8.5 East Seminary Street in Norwalk. 36-month leases, zero due at signing, 10K miles a year, plus tax, title, registration, and dock fee. No security deposit ends 11-30-21. The Black Friday sales event is going on now at Ken Ganley Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. Norwalk and Sandusky's highest volume local dealer and surrounding counties. Keep your cash in your pocket and just sign and drive any new Ram with absolutely zero due at signing. Just listen to these examples of our incredible deals. Sign and drive a new 2021 Ram Crew Cab. Three $3.99 a month, zero to its signing. Sign and drive. A new 2021 Ram Quad Cab. $2.99 a month, zero to its signing. You heard right. Just $2.99 a month for a Ram Quad Cab with absolutely zero to its signing. And if you're looking for the new Jeep Grand Cherokee L, we've got them at Ken Ganley, your number one hometown country dealer. Take Turnpike Exit 118, 250 South to 226 Milan Avenue, Norwalk. Ken Ganley, Chrysler, Dodge Jeep Ram.com. The Locker Room Show with your hosts, Josh Bowman and Kevin Rasnick. I got to tell you, 
You're lucky you're not cursed with this charisma. Every Saturday morning at 9 on 95.3, the sports voice of the Firelands. Welcome back here to the Locker Room Show. It is Josh Bowman joined by Mark Lane. Kevin off here this week. He'll be back next week with us, 9.32 the time and 32 degrees outside. And uh, with the cold weather, not only means uh, the football season in the high school sports realm uh, coming to an end and basketball starting up, wrestling starting up, Mark. Are you excited for that, man? Oh, yeah, def- definitely. <laughs> this is the week. This is the week, yes. And with us on the Domino's Hotline right now, one of the uh, top wrestling coaches and programs in the area, of course, uh, Edison's David Hermes. And uh, welcome to the show, Coach. Uh, how are you doing on this Saturday morning? Great. Just here getting a workout at the high school, so it's a good day. Yeah, and wrestling right around the corner here. Uh, how excited are you to get things going once again? Uh, we're very excited. Kids have been working hard. It's always uh, nice for opening weekend. They get to uh, get a chance to get their hands on somebody from a different school instead of their own partners every day. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Coach, this is Mark Lane. Uh, I, you know, you're getting ready, and, of course, you get to kick off next week at home next Saturday, in fact, with the Edison Invitational. And I know that that has been going on for a long time. I actually wrestled in three of them back in the uh, mid-'70s. So it, what, how, how many years is it now? Yeah, we're 50 over 50. Some? We had our 50th a, a while ago, so we're probably 55, 56 right now off the top of my head. Yeah, and, you know, and the, and the great thing about about that is it, it now you look at it and you were kind of cutting edge because back in those days, the dual meets were the big thing. And yep. then, you know, there weren't that many there, there weren't that many tournaments. There were a few holiday tournaments like Brexville, Kenston, but for the most part, everybody wrestled dual meets. And now, uh, by the nature of the beast, the tournaments is pretty much uh, what you're going to be wrestling this year. Yeah, yeah, the Edison Invite with Brexville, like you said, are the two longest, uh, oldest tournaments, I guess to say, in the state of Ohio right now. So you're right, it is. Tournaments back in the day were rare, but this is one of those tournaments that have been around. Uh, we continue to bring in good competition. we got some really good teams coming in this year. It's probably be, I've been here 14 years. This will probably be the strongest uh, competitive field that we've had since I've been here. Yeah, we talk about the Edison Chargers, and there has been so much success, and it seems like every year uh, you just kind of retool a little bit. You end up with a nice mixture of young kids. You get in some freshmen, sophomores, and then you have your juniors and seniors. And uh, let's talk a little bit about this year's mix. Once again, you have a, a, a pretty solid lineup uh, to start the season. We do. Um, we obviously we were going to return five state placers. Uh, my son Max, returning state champ from last year. Uh, Marcus Medina was six or uh, seventh last year. Cohen Horvath was sixth. Those guys are both sophomores. Um, and then we have Remington Bauer who was sixth, and Logan Lloyd who was fourth. Uh, those two guys uh, being seniors. And then Jacob Thompson, returning state qualifier, so he has experience down there. And Jackson Berardi. Uh, state alternate, just one win away from the state tournament last year. So we got seven guys that I would say are state caliber guys. Um, my other son, Abe, comes up as a freshman. You know, he's ranked in the top two in the state right now. So he's had some success at the junior high and youth level. 
uh, but we'll see how that transfers over to high school. <laughs> yeah, and I, I always I always pay attention. Like, like I I keep track of Jackson because uh, uh, you know uh, I was a heavyweight myself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Jackson's super athletic, so we're looking. I know uh, you know he fell one match short last year. His goal there is to get the not only get there but put himself on the podium this year. So, and we're going to need them all. You know, I last year we were able to we won the state championship as a team two years in a row. Um, we don't have, be honest, we don't have the depth that we've have, in the, have had in the past. Uh, I think we still got the horses to get it done again, um, but we're going to need to stay healthy, get guys, you know, at the right weights and get wrestling well. Um, you know, and as coaches, be able to put a team out there and strategize a little bit to cover all the weights and and do what we need to do to put ourselves in a position to win in, in February and March. And we've been very successful at being able to do that with, like you said, no matter what guys, we seem to be able to reload every year with a good mix, um, which is rare. I'll be honest, it's rare this day and age for I don't care what division you're in, but especially when you're in a small school division in any sport, it's hard to stay on top for a long period of time. A lot of times those things come in cycles where you get a good group of kids that come through and then, you know, it's just kind of done. You know, we, we've we been in the top five in the state tournament seven straight years now at the individual tournament, which is pretty impressive for a small school. We're looking to do the same this year. Um so we'll see. We have a great group of senior leaders, guys that have been in our program, you know, since they've been four and five years old. So it's good to see those guys uh, lead us to what we hope is another team state championship. We're ranked second right now uh, behind Legacy Christian. They got everybody back from last year. Um, but there's always teams out there that are looking. I always say it's hard to get yourself in a position where you win in state titles, but it's a heck of a lot harder to stay there. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I often know when I'm talking to the listeners, point out the fact that, you know, the individual state tournament and the state duels tournament, there's a little bit of a difference because, you know, when you get to the uh, uh, individual state tournament, I mean, you're locked in, your kids are locked into a weight class, you know, yep. once once they wrestle the sectionals. But you have a little flexibility in the state duels of uh, maneuvering, uh, you know, some kids trying to maybe cover weaknesses and, uh, you know, go after strengths of your opponent. And that's what makes it an interesting situation. I know uh, uh, a couple of years ago uh, I had the privilege of going down and, and calling uh, your uh, uh, state championship uh, down there uh, uh it it uh, Columbus and uh, you know that, that that was really exciting. Yeah, you know in 2000, I'll be honest, 2020 when we went 34 and 0, we didn't have to do a lot of uh, say strategizing as coaches. We knew we were the best team. You know we put our guys out there, and that year we were just head and shoulders. I think we won every duel by like 50 points. You know in 2020, <laughs> 2017 when we I would say shocked the world and beat Mechanicsburg that year, who was a clear cut favorite to win it all. You know that took a little more strategizing from the coaches and then last year we definitely had to do some strategizing so that's not going to go away this year we're going to have to make sure we plan ahead and get the guys at the right weights because you're right winning a dual state championship it, it takes some strategizing yeah just real quick coach uh you know in looking at the upcoming season uh because of the fact that you rest a lot of tournaments you're not at home a, a lot can you can you tell our listeners we know we'll be able to see the edison chargers uh next saturday uh, at home, but uh, talk about uh, the. Uh, I know there's only a few other opportunities during the season before the the tournament start. Yeah, we wrestle Fremont Ross um, at home. I think in in January, 
And then late January, we'll have uh, Perkins, O'Carver, and Clyde at our place. But you're right, there's not a lot of home events, no matter what school you are for wrestling. Most of the time, you're on the road wrestling tournaments. Um, we wrestle a lot of big duels. You know, we're, we're not scared to go up against the best. I think we've shown that over the last few years, and that's what's made us good. Well, um, we, we wrestle St. Ed's, we wrestle St. Paris Graham in a, in a try on January 8th. Um, so we, we travel a lot, and our goal is to see the best competition out there to get our kids prepared for the end of the season. Well, I, I was going to bring that up, uh, you know, about the fact that there's no fear because you are, uh, you know, going to be wrestling with, uh, uh, St. Ed's and, and St. Paris Graham. But, you know, the, the Edison Chargers are on the map. Uh, it's not like, uh, you don't belong there. Right. No, we belong there. You know, like I said, our kids, and I think that's one of the things that makes us good. You know, our kids aren't scared to wrestle anybody. Um, and the goal is always the essay to get our butts kicked in December and January in hopes that we're doing the kicking in February and March. And it's always proven to be very successful, um, which I think says a lot. A lot of times you see kids, they freeze up on the big stage and they're scared of big matches. They're getting tight matches. And they don't know how to respond. Our kids are in those matches all year long. You know, we go to Brexville, we go to Maumee Bay. We're wrestling Wadsworth, Graham, Ed's, you know, all the big schools out there. We don't, we're a Division three school, but we do not have a Division three schedule. Yeah. Um, you know, our goal is, like I said, our kids are never going to come into the sectional tournament undefeated. We're, if we have a kid that goes through undefeated on our schedule, they're a bad dude. <laughs> so, you know, our, our kids are coming into sectionals with some double-digit losses, you know, but at the end of the day, we're standing on the podium in Columbus, and your record doesn't mean anything. Well, I, I'll tell you, with your schedule, I, I, you know, I know from experience when when I went down and uh, back when I wrestled, the state uh, tournament was at St. John's Arena, and, you know, that was a whole different animal from, you know, wrestling in these high school gyms. But with all of the tournaments that you wrestle in, when those kids uh, go down to Value City Arena, uh, you know, last year was a little weird because you were in a high school environment. But, but you know, it's great that they're planning on having everybody back yeah, we're down. back at the shot and scenes yes. this year, which would be awesome. But, again, that's a big stage. And if you're not a kid that's used to being in that kind of environment, it's real easy for the nerves to set in and, you know, maybe you don't perform the way you should. So I think our kids are prepared for that big stage and they go out there. And if we're going to get beat, it's going to be because somebody was better than us. It's not going to be because we froze up on the big stage. Well, David, uh, we'll go ahead and let you go here. Uh, good stuff there. Uh, uh, best of luck uh, to you this season. We'll catch up with you here sometime uh, during the season and get an update on what's going on with the Edison Chargers uh, wrestling community. And uh, thanks for joining us here this morning, Dave, and best of luck this season. Thanks a lot. I appreciate you guys having us on. All right. Dave Hermes there, the head of wrestling coach. Uh, what did he say? 13 years? Something like yeah. that. Yeah. He's been there over a decade. So there you go, folks. Uh, thank you, Mark, for taking over that and doing a great job there. Because <laughs> my questions might have been a little bit more uh, novice questions, but uh, good stuff there. So Dave Hermes there joining us from the Edison Wrestling Team. Now time for our uh, trivia question. We'll go ahead and uh, do that now. Uh, uh, yeah, let's go ahead and, no, let's save it. You know, we got one more interview to do before this hour is up, so we'll save it. Let, let me just tell you that the Domino's trivia question will involve the Ohio State-Michigan rivalry and uh, some, uh, let's just say, some uh, geography history. So put your thinking caps on, folks, for that. That is coming up. And when we come back, we'll talk some more basketball boys hoops with Paul Rader. The head basketball coach at Monroeville as they picked up a win last night over Seneca East in their opener. That's next here on The Locker Room Show. Stay with us.
Are you overpaying on your monthly car payment? Consider refinancing with Firelands Federal Credit Union. When you refinance an auto loan with Firelands Federal Credit Union, a team of financial professionals work to help you lower your interest rate, decrease your monthly payment, or pay off your auto loan faster. Plus, now through December 31st, when you schedule ahead online and refinance an auto loan, Firelands Federal Credit Union will make your first auto loan payment and you'll receive a $150 gas card. Schedule ahead today at firelandsfcu.org or call 800-276-5775. This is Matt from the Huron County Veteran Service Office in Norwalk. I wanted to take some time to let you know about what we do. We provide transportation, whether it be for doctor's visits or for other reasons. We make filing claims with the VA easier for veterans and their families. And the best part, our services are free. We have service officers available to start investigating your claims and answer any questions you have along the way. Just give our office a call at 419-668-4150. Again, 419-668-4150. We would love to assist you. Everyone knows that Smiley Automotive makes car buying simple with a great selection of inventory, knowledgeable sales staff, and no gimmicks. Did you also know that Smiley Automotive has an award-winning service department? Smiley Automotive is truly a one-stop shop for all your automotive needs. Smiley Automotive can work on all makes and models. Call 419-663-CARS and ask for Justin Newberger or go to SmileyAutomotive.com to schedule your service appointment today. Smiley Automotive, making car buying simple. Are you aware of any weekly tax law changes? Are you taking all the deductions you are entitled to? Are you confident that you don't owe any penalties or interest because of previous reporting errors? Steinolson and Stang CPAs have been serving the area for over 55 years, specializing in small business and individual tax filing, financial statement preparation, payroll preparation, and individual tax planning. Call Chris Stang or Todd Olson at Stein Olson and Stang to discover the difference. Never underestimate the value of a CPA. As you know, Monty, Vaughn's been working on a couple of new pitches, the Eliminator and the Humiliator, to complement his fastball, the Terminator. Now back to the Locker Room Show with your hosts, Josh Bowen and Kevin Rasnick. I heard that. Dynamite drop-in, Monty. That broadcast school has really paid off. On 95.3, the sports voice of the Firelands. Presented by Schaefer Danhoff, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram.
right, welcome back here to the Locker Room Show. A little Copperhead Road for you right there, Mark. Uh, I always play that, you know, when uh, I'm over on K96 yes. when Cammy's on vacation. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow, welcome back to the Locker Room Show. Josh Bowman joined by Mark Lane here in studio. It's 949, and let's go to the Domino's Hotline. Bring up uh, Monroeville boys basketball coach Paul Rader. Uh, thanks for joining us, Coach. How are you doing this morning? Yeah, I'm doing great this morning. That's good. Uh, you guys picking up a win last night. Tell us uh, how that win went and who led the way for you. Well, obviously it was our season opener. Uh, it was a, it was a very good first game for us. Um, won by eighteen. Um, I thought the best part of the game was that we got everyone involved. It was a team effort. Uh, my my starting five really did a nice job. It, it, I had. We, we, we scored 77, but nobody had 20. Okay, so we shared the basketball. Um, and that's what it's all about. It's not about how many, any one points guys to score, but the team score. So it, it was a good one. Uh, I, I had three guys uh, lead us. Uh, Isaac Rader had 19. Uh, Jimmy Klingman had 17. And Aiden Goodwin had 15. And they just played great basketball. But my other two starters, uh, Josh Burroughs and Ian Schaefer, both chipped in with eight points. So it was a good team win. Uh, you guys, uh, with that opening night win, are uh, you getting ready for another matchup here? Uh, who, who do you have next on your schedule? Well, we got a quick turnaround. We played Mapleton tonight. So that's our uh, conference opener. And uh, so that's an important game. Um those first times you play teams early in the year are tough because we have not seen any filming. Um, and so it's going to be interesting. But, you know, last night I, I thought defensively we, we we played pretty well. I, I liked our aggressiveness. We were on the floor for some loose balls. and made things happen. And if, and if we can do that tonight, I think our offense will take, take care of itself. Speaking with Paul Rader here, head basketball coach on the boys' side of Monroeville. Josh and Mark here with you on the Locker Room Show. Kevin will be back next week. Uh, coach, uh, you mentioned, of course, you're playing Mapleton tonight, a uh, conference opponent. Oh, what do you think the uh, conference looks like here here in the early going? What are your thoughts on the Firelands Conference? Yeah. Uh, pretty simple. Uh, at this point, uh, West Reserve has been, the, has been the team to beat. They're the champion out there. Until somebody beats them, they still are. So I, I think they're the favorite. But I think uh, with some of the long-term coaches we have, with Brett Seidel at, at South Central and John Kurtz at, at Ashton Crestview, I think those are going to be the teams that will be challenging for it. I just hope uh, we, we, that we can be in that mix. Talking with Paul Rader, Monroeville boys basketball coach, and uh, let's break down your roster a little bit. Of course, uh, Isaac Rader is back. You mentioned Jimmy Klingman, Aiden Goodwin. Uh, you got a lot of talent back here this year, coach. But this is my fourth year coaching, and clearly, uh, with the talent we have, it's the best we've had since I've been here. Uh, these guys, especially my 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 top three scorers with Aiden. Jimmy and Isaac, they want to play college basketball. And they are dialed in. This team is dialed in. I mean, it's just, 
the guys are working hard every day, every day in practice. So uh, if we can do that every day, you know, hopefully the wins and, and the success will take care of itself. And have you, uh, you know, set any goals or any kind of expectations here in the uh, early part of the season, maybe the first month or so? I'm not a big believer in setting win, win goals, things like that. I, my goal is to try to motivate the players so that every day in practice we do the best we can to be the best we can be. And I've got, I've got players who, who, who believe in that and that they want to be the best they can be. And if we can do that, and play for each other, you know, whatever happens, happens. Yeah, Coach, this is Mark Lane. Uh, look, Looking at your team, uh, you're already, uh, you know, at, at least, uh, you know, talking to some of the other area coaches, you know, they're looking at you from the standpoint that, yeah, Western Reserve is, is you know, until they're beaten. But uh, I, I, I think you're getting a little respect. Your kids are getting more respect from the area coaches in believing that you're right in, in the mix of things. And it sounds like, uh, you know, they're buying into the plan in the fact that you said that last night's game was a, a total team effort where you scored 77 points, but it was spread out. Yeah. What's really interesting about that is I've got Isaac Rader, who has scored over 1,200 points going into his senior year. Uh, he started 68, 69 straight games now. And, you know, scoring is nice, but what's most important to him is the win. And so he's, he's thrilled that Jimmy's stepping up, Aiden's stepping up, and then we get Josh and Ian scoring some points. That's what it's all about, guys. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Coach. Uh, we'll go ahead and let you go. Thanks for giving us a few minutes this morning, and uh, we'll have you on the radio uh, numerous times here this year between our two Great. between our two stations. Right. I appreciate it. Thank you very much. Yeah, thanks, Paul. Have a good one. Okay, bye. All right, Paul Rader, the head boys basketball coach at Monroeville, and uh, yeah, like you mentioned, Mark. Uh, they're they're one of the favorites in the Firelands Conference this year because they bring back so much talent and uh, just going by that first game I know it just the first game but spreading the ball around and uh, you know playing some team basketball yeah and 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 that's that's the name of the game you know that's that's the beauty of of the sport of basketball is is you know with those five five players if everybody plays well together you can be successful. Let's go ahead and look at some of our boys' basketball uh, games coming up here tonight. Uh, Ashland at Sandusky. We also have, let's see here as I move through the schedule in boys' basketball today, uh, Firelands at Western Reserve. We'll have it here on 95.3 tonight. Uh, that one will be a earlier start, a 6.15 pregame, 6.30 for tip-off there as that's a 5 o'clock JV start in that one. Let's see a few other games going on in the area tonight. He mentioned Mapleton at Monroeville tonight. Also Margareta at Bellevue, uh, New London at Wellington. And uh, that about do it for uh, all of our local boys games today. So uh, stay tuned for uh, those scores tonight as I'll try to bring you some of those uh, during the broadcast tonight. I'll be joined by Joe Widman tonight so i got a chance to look at south central last night and boy did they look good uh we're up 19 nothing after one quarter and won that one uh pretty handedly 73 to 21 they're one of the favorites too uh in the firelands conference and we'll see like paul Rader there said 
Western Reserve, another one of those uh, favorites, Mark. So that should be fun tonight. Yeah, yeah, it should be. But uh, I, I was impressed with what I heard on the airwaves from South Central last night. Oh, yeah, for sure. All right, folks, let's go ahead and get our Domino's trivia question here. Uh, we're with you till 1030, but I thought I'd get it out of the way right now, as everybody's used to hearing it here about this time every week when we have one-hour shows. So here you go, folks. All right. Uh, I, I looked up some interesting facts on the Ohio State and Michigan rivalry, and here's one for you. There was a battle in 1835. 1835. I would joke and say uh, our Captain Ken our Ken was broadcasting it back then. <laughs> no, he wasn't. He wasn't. But 1835, uh, Ohio and Michigan both uh, wanted uh, to stake the claim of what city or what strip of land? What was that called? Was it Cleveland, Toledo, or Mansfield? What did they try to battle for between Ohio State and Michigan before football was even a thing, you know, and uh, battling on the football field? So, folks, give us a call at uh, 1-419-663-4953, Sandusky 419-609-4953, toll-free 866-663-4953. And we'll, we'll go ahead and go to the line here. All right, you're live on the Locker Room Show. What's your answer? That's going to be the Battle of Toledo. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> of course. Who is this? Uh, Pat Fox, Milan. All right, we'll go ahead and put you down there. Stay on the line. We'll take a break, and we'll get your other information, okay? All right, sir. All right, uh, knowing the, that was the Battle of Toledo... And that explains why your wife wears maize and blue. See, she she thinks that Michigan won the battle. I, I always tell her, I'm like, you know, there was a battle over Toledo, and Ohio won that one too. <laughs> and she always gets a kick out of that. Uh, back then, in 1835, to complete that story, they uh, both Michigan and Ohio wanted the Toledo Strip, a 468 square mile region of land at the state's borders. Michigan tried to join the Union. In 1835 and tried to include the Toledo Strip in its borders. Ohio blocked its admittance. And President Andrew Jackson back then worked out a compromise where Ohio received the Strip of Toledo and Michigan received the Upper Peninsula. So there you go. They, they came to a compromise. Why can't they just do that on the football field? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Which was mainly an unsettled territory at the time, but that Upper Peninsula is beautiful up there in Michigan, too. Yes, yes it is, and there, there's a lot of Green Bay fans up there. Yeah, there is, aren't there? <laughs> <laughs> so it's safe to say, I'm, I'm reading off this article from Athlon Sports, uh, safe to say that both fan bases have put the Toledo War behind them. I don't know. But it was still fresh on people's minds when the team first met back in uh 1897 was the first ever meeting between Ohio State and Michigan. So there you go. A little Toledo trivia. My wife's from uh, the east side of Toledo, the Oregon area there, oh. if you're familiar with that. Oh, yeah, Oregon Cardinal Stretch. And uh, she went to Oregon Clay. Yes, the, I, the, I, I wrestled at Clay, too. There you go. The Clay Eagles is yes. where uh, she went to school. So there you go, folks. We'll go ahead and take a break here in the, the locker room show. And when we come back... We will uh, talk some more basketball. Brock Manlet's going to join us with some uh, girls' basketball insight. We'll also have our sports roundtable, Mark. Even though you're here, we're going to have it anyways. How about that? Let's do that. So that is coming up here, folks, in just a few. We'll take a break. Be back here for uh, the next half hour for more local sports talk here on 95.3 WLKR and the Locker Room Show. Stay with us.
We now pause for station identification. 95.3 WLKR-FM, Norwalk. It's time now for a look at your WLKR Entertainment Guide. Some events going on around the area looking ahead to December. Karangbin will be at the Agora on Tuesday, December 7th. Coin will perform at the House of Blues in Cleveland on December 8th. Jason Isbell and the 400 unit will be at the Akron Civic Theater on December 8th. And also on the 8th, Shaky Graves will play the Agora. December 9th, we'll have 90s Kid and Betcha at Mahal's in Lakewood. All Them Witches will play the Beachland Ballroom and Tavern on Sunday, December 12th. Colin Dussault's Blues Project will play Jilly's Music Room in Akron on December 17th. For more information on these and other events, or to subscribe to our entertainment guide on your Google Calendar, visit our website at WLKRradio.com. 36-month leases, zero due at signing, 10K miles a year, plus tax, title, registration, and doc fee. No security deposit ends 11-30-21. The Black Friday sales event is going on now at Ken Ganley Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. Norwalk and Sandusky's highest volume local dealer and surrounding counties. Keep your cash in your pocket and just sign and drive any new Ram with absolutely zero due at signing. Just listen to these examples of our incredible deals. Sign and drive a new 2021 Ram Crew Cab. Three $3.99 a month, zero to its signing. Sign and drive. A new 2021 Ram Quad Cap. $2.99 a month, zero to its signing. You heard right. Just $2.99 a month for a Ram Quad Cap with absolutely zero to its signing. And if you're looking for the new Jeep Grand Cherokee L, we've got them at Ken Ganley, your number one hometown country dealer. Take Turnpike Exit 118, 250 South to 226 Milan Avenue, Norwalk. Ken Ganley, Chrysler, Dodge Jeep Ram.com. Fitness will always be about keeping a routine. And the best routines in life will always make time for enjoying yourself. Michelob Ultra, superior light beer. Enjoy responsibly. A.B. Michelob Ultra light beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Fitness will always be about keeping a routine. And the best routines in life will always make time for enjoying yourself. Michelob Ultra, superior light beer. Enjoy responsibly. A.B. Michelob Ultra light beer, St. Louis, Missouri. He's a man. Welcome back to the Locker Room Show on 95.3 WLKR. Such a man. It's time for the man, the myth, the legend, Mark Lane, with the Sports Roundtable. Mark joins Josh and Kevin to talk all things sports, including high school athletics, the Tribe, the Blue Jackets, the Browns, and Buckeyes, as well as what he is grilling for dinner. The Sports Roundtable and the Locker Room Show begins now. All right, back here on the Locker Room Show. It is Sports Roundtable time. Usually we go to the phone lines and talk to Mark, but Mark here in studio uh, filling in for Kevin this week. And uh, Mark, uh, what's on the agenda here today? Of course, the Ohio State-Michigan game, but oh, we yeah. also have a big rivalry game in the NFL tomorrow night. 
Yes, we do. Uh, we've, we've got, uh, the Harbaugh brothers involved with Ohio on both, both ends. <laughs> Isn't it funny how, how that worked out here this yeah. weekend? Yeah, it's funny how it, it just worked out, but, uh, you know, they, they the, uh, Browns are going to be playing at, uh, Emmett C Bank Stadium in Baltimore, uh, tomorrow night on Sunday night football. So we got some Sunday night football tomorrow night, about 8.20 for the kickoff tomorrow. Just what I need, a late night football game after this long weekend, and i got to go back in and be here at 5 in the morning on Monday. But, of course, I'm going to be watching it, and a lot of storylines in this one. It looks like Kareem Hunt is going to be back for the Browns, and that's going to be big. Yeah, yeah, Kareem's going to be back. Uh, Jack Coughlin is going to be back, you know, their their uh, other tackle. So, uh, you know, they, they, sh- they should be healthier. The big question is... How is Baker going to be? Yeah, we know that he is not near 100% at all. And do you think that uh, he, he should have played in that Detroit game? A lot of people said that, uh, that you know, fans, maybe some critics out there, maybe some uh, talking heads out there said that uh, Baker shouldn't have played in that. Well, what do you think? Personally, I thought it would have been nice to rest him up for this game coming up uh, because, you know, Keenum managed all right against uh, the Denver Broncos. He did. You know, and uh, and so I I thought that, you know, that would be an opportunity. But, uh, you know, I understand it's hard to uh, keep Baker down. And, and, you know, that's a coach's decision. He's the one that's got to rein him in. And uh, he seems to feel that, you know, even unhealthy. But I'll tell you what, Baker missed so many open receivers last week. He did. And uh, you just wonder how what, – what, just how much pain that he's actually in, you know? Yeah, well, I I, I kind of, you know, I'm getting a little older, and I, I have a lot of pains, <laughs> but, but it's hard to imagine, you know, he's got some pretty serious issues. For sure. Of course, the Browns in Baltimore again tomorrow night about 8.20 on Sunday Night Football. Do you, do you like the Sunday Night Football broadcasters? I'm kinda, I kind of like them. I, I'll tell you, uh, you know, uh, Chris Collinsworth has really developed – uh, when he first started, you know, right, right. But but he is really one of one of the best now. He he really is. I'm not sure if Al Michaels or Mike Tarico will be on the call, but uh, Tarico was on the call uh, just the other night, uh, uh, the uh, Thanksgiving night game. Yes, it was Tarico. So probably Mike Al Michaels, I would guess, will be on the call, but we'll see. Yeah, uh, Browns. Uh, they they play Baltimore and then have a bye week and then play Baltimore again. Yes. Well, but the beauty of it all is. If they can win tomorrow night, tomorrow the Bengals and the Steelers play each other. So, you know, something's going to happen there. And then the Ravens play the Steelers in between the two games against the Browns. That's right. So, yeah, that's pretty crazy right there. Talking uh, sports roundtable here on the Locker Room Show with you till 1030 this morning. We'll have pregame coverage of Ohio State and that team up north starting at 1030. Uh, Mark, let's talk a little hockey. How yes. about that? Me and you never get the chance because every time we start, Kevin like rolls his eyes at me and he's like, hockey, I don't know about that. But uh, Columbus Blue Jackets, uh, of course, the team that we follow uh, here from the state yes. of Ohio, playing some really good hockey right now. Yeah, and, and, and it's hard to imagine when you think coming into this season, uh, one of my favorites and a fan favorite, Seth Jones, left. We had we lost a goalie in a horrific oh, yeah tragedy tragedy yeah. Uh, and torts and they head did, coach they, yeah. they, they didn't renew his contract but 
They're 12 and 6 right now. They're, they're in fourth place because of the division they're in, uh, you know, the, but they're not far away from Carolina who's leading it. And then they're actually, right now, they would be the number one wild card. And right behind them in fifth place in the Metro and the second wild card team would be the Pittsburgh Penguins. And that's become a fun little rivalry, yes. per se, between uh, Columbus and Pittsburgh. I always thought it would be Columbus and Detroit, you know, with that kind of Ohio State-Michigan. But it's been more Columbus-Pittsburgh when it comes to the rivalry between the Blue Jackets and the Penguins. Well, yeah, and, and for quite a few years, they had uh, Columbus and Detroit were in the same division. That's right. Until they restructured it. Yeah, so uh, talking some hockey this morning. And uh, you know what? I'm going to try to get somebody... From down in Columbus here on the show to talk some Blue Jackets hockey. Uh, we had, uh, if you remember, Bill Davidge yes. from the Blue Jackets yes. TV uh, on Fox Sports Ohio. He he joined us a few years ago and uh, he's retired yes. now. Yes, yeah, he retired and and uh, but but they've got they've got some pretty good broadcasters there. I uh, you know I I try to watch as many of their games as I can. My favorite all time Columbus Blue Jacket is Jody Shelley, and he is uh, is he not tremendous on he, there? He he's one of those players. He's kind of like Tony Romo, you know, in that he was a player and he went right into the booth and and he's just he's just fantastic. Yeah, he gets to folks. If you haven't caught a hockey broadcast, uh, they leave this area between the two benches, just this little small little I don't know what you want to call it cubby hole, I guess, and that's yes. where he is at. Uh, that's where uh, your sideline per se reporters are for hockey and he does a great job yeah uh, if you watch the national nbc pierre was always in there. yes yeah if you watch that and what about uh espn has uh taken control of hockey now and uh, uh so far it's been awesome uh their analyst at at intermission and everything is none other than mark messier and chris chelios two of the greatest to ever play the game right there oh yeah yeah definitely and and of course before the Blue Jackets, you know, I was a huge Red Wings fan. Okay, I, I yeah, still am. My dad but, was too. Yeah, but, but you know, you you try to you know try to follow the Blue Jackets. So I kind of you know follow both of them. But uh, I remember when when Chelios, you know, he he played for him. And Messier, when I first got started in hockey, uh, I had learned the sport when I was at college because I didn't understand it until then. And uh, I I remember I was laid off from work. And I watched those young Edmonton Oilers knock off the New York Islanders. And, you know, when Billy Smith was in net. Yep. But this was, you know, those young kids, Messier, you know, and that Gretzky kid. He <laughs> Gretzky did, all, kid. did all right. What know? was that one guy? Uh, Yari Curry was, yes. was a great player on those Edmonton teams. Yes, and, yes. Yeah. They had they had Yari, Yari Curry and Grant Fuhrer in, oh, in the net. Tremendous goalie. Yes, yeah. yes. Sorry, folks, if we rambled on about hockey. We'll go ahead and uh, take a break here on the Locker Room Show. That wraps up our sports roundtable segment. So uh, we'll be back with uh, Brock Manlet. We'll get his prediction on Ohio State-Michigan. We'll see what he thinks. He's a big football guy, Brock. Yes. Girls basketball head coach at Norwalk. I think they're off to a 2-0 and start. I'm pretty sure they are. So we'll check in with Brock Manlet right after this break. And, of course, we're with you till about uh, 10.30, till we get you ready for the Ohio State Radio Network and the Buckeyes and Wolverines here on WLKR. Stick around.
The COVID-19 vaccination is a key to keeping Ohio's kids in school. And that's why the Ohio Department of Health is giving Ohioans between the ages of 12 and 25 the chance to win one of 150 $10,000 scholarships and five $100,000 scholarships to an Ohio college or university or for a career tech education. Get your shot and register to win at ohiovaxtoschool.com or call 1-833-4-ASK-ODH. Give the gift of memories and adventures by giving the gift of Kalahari. Make the holidays last forever with a gift card to Kalahari Resorts and Conventions, redeemable at any of their four locations. This year, elevate your gift giving with adventure fun, splashes, and smiles. Kalahari gift cards can be used at any of their parks, including Tom Foolery's Adventure Park, plus retail outlets, spas, and restaurants. Purchase your gift card directly at the resort or online at kalaharigiftcards.com. Give memories. Give Kalahari. Find delicious holiday candies and gifts at Village Confections. Choose from hundreds of fine chocolates, hard candies, fudges, cocoa bombs, gift baskets, and boxed candies, too. Find ice cream and ice cream cakes that are ready to go. Like on Facebook and stop in Village Confections in Milan. The Ohio National Guard Scholarship Program could pay 100% of your college tuition. Eligibility starts as soon as you enlist. Learn more at NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Ohio Army National Guard, aired by the Ohio Association of Broadcasters and this station. It's the greatest rivalry in college football. Number one, win the rivalry game. And he's gone to the 10, to the 5, and end zone. Touchdown, Travion Henderson, 44 yards to the house, and it's 6-0. And number two, win every game after that. I take this responsibility very seriously. Join us Saturday as Ohio State is at Michigan. We'll be on the air of the AEP Energy Buckeye pregame show beginning at 10.30 a.m. here on the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield. Buckeye football lives on 95.3 WLKR. This is the point in the show where I usually think about what I'm going to eat afterwards. The Locker Room Show continues with your hosts, Josh Bowman and Kevin Rasnick. I typically get a steak because I'm a man. And I tell you, if eating steak is manly, it is the only manly attribute I have. On 95.3 WLKR. I, I'm not, I know nothing about cars. I'm not handy. I can't fix things. Something breaks in our apartment. I just look at my wife like, we should call someone. Presented by Schaefer Danhoff, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram. Right back here on the Locker Room Show, Josh and Mark Lane filling in for Kevin this morning and uh, unable to get a hold of Coach Brock Manlet, but hopefully we can here in the next few minutes or so. So we'll hang around here for just a few. Uh, of course, Ohio State and Michigan today will have a pregame coverage beginning at 1030, 12 noon for kickoff today from Ann Arbor. And boy, it's going to be a cold one for that one today, isn't it, Mark? Yes, yes, it is. Of course, you know, look, uh, we're going into December this week. I guess we, we are, right? Time, but, you know, time flies. I mean, of course, you know, we've been busy with the high school football season, which started, you know, in the middle of August this year. And and then, of course, now I'm kind of 
relaxed a little bit, waiting for wrestling to get going, mm-hmm. but, but you've jumped right into basketball. <laughs> I know, and uh, how about the job uh, one of our new guys, Steve, uh, did last night, uh, making his first ever broadcast with me last night. He, I thought he did a, an excellent job last night. Well, I did too, of course. I'm a little partial because he's our board op for our K96 football games. <laughs> yeah, so uh, if you haven't listened, uh, he'll be on the another broadcast later on this year. We're going to let Zach behind the mic too for a couple basketball broadcasts. We're very excited to bring on of uh, former St. Paul coach Mike Smith onto the program too for uh five games this year. He's going to be joining us. But uh anyhow, folks, we'll go ahead and take a short little break here. And we'll try to hook up with Brock Manlet. And if not, we'll just continue on with more of the Locker Room Show. That's right. Sound good, Mark? Sounds good. K96, 95.3 WLKR, 92.9 WLKR Classic, and USO Ohio are once again asking for your help with USO Care Packages. USO Ohio is prioritizing the delivery of USO Care Packages to those service members who have been activated in response to the COVID-19 pandemic. USO Care Packages have already been sent to bases and military installations. From now until December 17th, we ask for your help in donating primarily snack packs and toiletry packs with hygiene essentials at the following locations. In Sandusky at Snyder Collision on Old Railroad, Monday through Friday from 8 to 5. At the Erie County Veterans Service Office, located in the Erie County Services Building on Columbus Ave. And Cook Doors and Windows on Perkins Ave. In Huron at Lake Erie Arms, Big City Selection, Small Town Service on Cleveland Road East. Go to WKFM.com or WLKRradio.com for a complete list of items. And thank you from our family of stations and USO Ohio. Garland steps back. Long three. Good! There he is, Garland. Kevin with his back to the basket. Baseline right. Up in and fouled. Oh, Kevin's fun to the baseline. Our next Cavaliers broadcast on 95.3 WLKR comes your way Monday as the Cavs visit Dallas. Pre-game coverage begins at 8 with tip-off at 8.30. Norwalk's home for Cavs basketball, 95.3 WLKR. Papa, why can't we telegraph while riding a horse? Son, there ain't no one to blame but Jeffro. He was riding old Betsy the Stallion, tip-tapping away at his telegraph, when blam, ran right into the side of the saloon. Well, if Jeffro can't do it, neither should you. Don't text and drive. Visit StopTextStopRex.org. A message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. The Locker Room Show continues on 95.3 WLKR. Presented by Schaefer-Danhoff Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. All 
All right, back here on the Locker Room Show, unable to get a hold of uh, Mr. Manlet, but hopefully uh, we'll catch up with him here in another show or so and get caught up on what's going on in girls basketball. Again, our broadcast schedule today, once we're done here, we'll send things to the Ohio State Radio Network for the Buckeyes and that team up north. 10.30 a.m. for the pregame show here in about nine minutes. 12 noon kickoff from Ann Arbor. And then right after the Buckeyes postgame show, we got some boys basketball for you here tonight. As I'll continue my schedule of uh, overbooking myself, Western Reserve. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, Western Reserve boys, uh, home to take on Firelands tonight at 6:15 for pregame, 6:30 for uh, tip-off here tonight. And uh, Mark, uh, let's see what else can we talk about here this morning. Uh, of course, uh, the the uh, Cleveland uh, slash uh, Indians Guardians uh, making some changes at the ballpark. Uh, put up a new sign uh, here. Uh, some of the new signs outside, and I, I looked at them. I was at the Cavs game the other night. Uh, what night was that? Wednesday night. And the, the where it says Guardians, it says Progressive Field, and then like Home of the Guardians underneath it. Looks too small. Yeah, I thought it was too small. <laughs> I don't know if you've had a chance to check it out, but let me see if I can uh, bring it up here online. No, I, I I know that uh, you know some of the signage. It seems like. Uh, because they went with the same kind of script with the Guardians that they actually didn't have to get rid of the, you know, the end. The ends. The ends. The ends. You know? (laughs) See, I I think it looks too small. On that sign, yeah. Yeah, the sign that faces uh, the Interbelt Bridge there as you come into Cleveland uh, on uh, 90. That to me that that looks a little small, and the people are saying it's off center too by a little bit. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it almost it almost you know from a distance it almost looks like a Frickers sign. <laughs> <laughs> they people have went on to social media as people do, and uh, have come up with like the precise measurements and everything what, what where it should be. <laughs> And there's the one that I'm talking about that's on the uh, stadium as, as you uh, enter across from Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse. Yeah. Don't you think that looks too small there? I don't know if you've had a yeah. chance, uh, people out there, to check it out, but I just think it's too small. I don't know. Hey, I did see something interesting uh, here in the last week. Uh, I believe it was Channel 3. I believe it was Channel 3, but uh, they, they they actually got a chance to talk to Nick Maletti. And, you know, the old... Cavaliers and you know back back in the day yeah and, yeah and and that was that was he's like I think he's in his nineties now okay but 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 it was really interesting because well he uh, he bought he bought the Indians at one time to keep the Indians from possibly being moved to I think New Orleans was where mm. they were going to move them this this is back in uh, what would it be the the 60s, 70s, okay. back, back, okay. back in that era. You, you weren't even around yet. I'm, yeah, I'm dating myself yeah, a little bit, you yeah. know. Of course, of course, that's just like when I listen to Jim Jones and, you know, and uh, all those former Cavs, you know. I can remember the miracle of Richfield. Uh, I spent a lot of time going to Cavs games in Richfield, seeing the Cleveland Barons, uh, the Crusaders. Oh, yeah. Oh, and, yeah. And, and watched a lot of Journey concerts there. <laughs> And and it it's it's kind of amazing now. It's it's like a bluebird sanctuary. It's all just grass. They it is got ain't rid it? Of everything ain't yeah. it? That's yeah. pretty sad, but you know that's how it goes. All right, Mark, what do you think? Uh, we're going to talk a little more Ohio State Michigan football here before we get on out of here. What what do you think the uh, the factors? Uh, what what will be the keys in this one? Well, I I, I think one of the big factors is going to be the you know the Buckeye defense. 
Uh, and the, the thing is, I think Michigan's going to try to run the football on them. I, I really, I really think they're going to try to run the football on them. And, and so the, you know, the Buckeyes are going to, going to have to play tough, but they have been doing a much better job. In fact, their Achilles heel at the beginning of the season was the passing game. Teams were just, you know, bombs away. Uh, but, uh, Another key factor in something that could change this and and cause the game to get out of hand uh, as far as in favor of the Buckeyes is if those receivers with all that speed get loose and and uh, and our quarterback is on it could be a long day for the folks in Ann Arbor. <laughs> Yeah, I, I think the the play of uh, of course quarterback C.J. Stroud is going to be uh, the one of the top factors in this one. It's his first Michigan game, and I know as we talked to Paul Keels, he said nerves shouldn't be a factor, but there could be a little bit being his first Michigan game. He doesn't want to be the first quarterback to lose to Michigan in you know so many years, right? Yeah, yeah, that, that that's true. But uh, you know, then again, uh, look at some of the heroes that have come out in the Michigan game because of injuries, you know, at quarterback. Uh-huh. It's been pretty amazing. So Ohio State, of course, taking on Michigan here today, 12 noon kickoff, 10.30 for pregame. Uh, do you have a particular Ohio State-Michigan game that stands out, or do you like Paul Keels? They all just kind of blend together, and they're all pretty good. I, I like the uh, 1-2 matchup. Yeah. Do you remember the the matchup when uh, they decided to kick it off at 3.30? Yes, they tried a three thirty kick. Yeah, I, I, I'm just you know that that noon game, and I'm a, I guess I'm a, just a traditionalist, but I always I like it when the Buckeyes play at noon because you get the game over with, you know, and then you can go on if you got something else to do on Saturday or if you want to watch some more football. Yeah, plenty of football to be played. <laughs> Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, uh, one of the big primetime games tonight. That should be a good one. What do they call that? Bedlam? Yes. That's what they yes, call that yes, one. Bedlam. That's what we call our show, too, Bedlam. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it has been known. <laughs> of course, things were kind of crazy, you know, in that intro uh uh, you know, when we do the roundtable, it talks about you know what I, what I'm growing to to grill, and and I, one of my wild turkeys ended up in the studio uh, this week. I I heard it gobbling around <laughs> over on K96. All right, folks, that'll wrap things up. Mark, thanks for filling in this morning. Uh, appreciate it. Uh, also, want to thank our guests here this morning: Paul Rader from Monroeville, David Hermes from Edison, of course, Paul Keels from the Ohio State Radio Network, and Joe Bettingfield from. Willard. So uh, everybody enjoy the Buckeyes game and then tune in for some high school basketball tonight. Boys Hoops, Firelands of Western Reserve right after the Ohio State postgame show. And we'll play a little Buckeye music uh, to, to get out of here and get you set for Ohio State and Michigan. Go Bucks! Go Bucks! God bless you. Have a great rest of your weekend, folks. And that'll do it for this week's Locker Room Show. Today's show has been brought to you by Westside Sunoco, Smiley Automotive, Stein, Olsen and Stang CPAs, Norwalk Heating and Air, Noble Sports and Trophies, the Law Offices of Harward and Niedermeyer, the Huron County Veterans Service Office, Fisher Titus Medical Center, Firelands Federal Credit Union, the Village Drive-Thru in Milan, Bellevue Hospital, and Baldiff's Carpet Cleaning and Floor Covering on 95.3 WLKR, the sports voice of the Firelands. Well... Bye.